Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com forward slash John Appetit. Audible has over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com forward slash John Appetit. Again, that's audibletrial.com forward slash John Appetit for your free audiobook. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest edition of the John Appetit Podcast. I am Roy Burton, and alongside me, as always, is my lovely wife, Chanel. How are you doing tonight, Chanel? I'm okay. See, we're actually alongside each other now, because you moved your spot. Because before you used to say I was, you weren't alongside me because you were across from me. I've never said that. Yes, you did. It was a couple episodes ago. <laughs> it was a couple episodes ago. Now you are actually alongside me for this wonderful culinary journey that we're about to go on are you ready i guess <laughs> we got a lot of stuff to get to on this edition of the show we got plenty of new openings and excuse me things are coming very soon to the philadelphia area in our second segment we have a review of Li hao fuk a restaurant in chinatown we'll tell you more about that um in the next segment and of course we have a couple of upcoming events to tell you about as well a very very packed show for this edition of the John Appetit podcast. Again, as we always do, we want to thank you guys for listening to us and supporting us here at John Appetit as we come very close. I think we're a couple of days away, technically, from starting or from finishing up year four of this thing. This is our going to be our fourth anniversary coming up very soon. You remember, like, <clears throat> the date... We I, I want to say I know it was I know it was this week in January. Really? Yeah, it was like the third week in January. I okay. know that. So, right. and then we're coming up on the end of year four of this wild, wild journey. Got 160 some episodes in the in the tank. Hopefully, you guys can join us for 160 thousand more here at John Appetit. Thank you guys. More. Whether <laughs> whether it's your first episode or your 160 whatever episode, we want to thank you guys. For listening to us and supporting us here yes, at John Appetit. We truly, truly appreciate it. Please, while you're listening to us, give us a follow on each and every social media platform Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We were at John Appetit. We made it very easy for you guys to find us and follow us. Please tag us in your photos, hashtag John Appetit on Instagram. We put out a call on Instagram a couple of weeks ago asking people about their favorite restaurants in Philadelphia. Got a couple of responses as well. Friend of the show, friend of the family, uh, Ivana Marshall, formerly Ivana Marshall, Ivana uh, Hartson checked in. She said, Hiroki is hands down the best sushi she's ever eaten. Makes me very curious. Hiroki's that spot in Fishtown that's uh, kind of sort of partnered with uh, the William O'Haran Sons folks. Uh, they're basically, they're literally attached to the yeah. same building. Yeah. Um, again, they have the a la carte menu. I think it's 165, I think it is, for a, a, a sensory sushi experience i've heard multiple people say great things about. i Hiroki. know and i want i want to do it but you know me and eel eel quail egg and quail egg they're, those are two things if they're put on the plate 
I'm just not going to be able to do it. That little crab that they serve you, the little hard shell crab thing. Uh, maybe is it soft? It's probably soft, soft shell. Yeah. So yeah, I'm not a big fan of soft shell. So Vanna says Hiroki is great. We got another uh, uh, text or response that said Triangle Tavern is good as well. Um, I haven't heard of that one. Triangle Tavern's got four stars on Yelp. I think four stars, at least four stars on Yelp. And four is stars it on American Rider. food, pub um, food? I believe it's, uh, I'm going to look it up right now. When okay. I looked it up, I thought it was Italian, but I'm going to look it up right now. It's like mm-hmm. a pub, um, Triangle Tavern. It's in South South Philly. It's called, they say South Philly bar food, but it's not typical bar food. I think it's like a little bit elevated. Um, they have some good stuff on their menu. So Triangle Tavern um, got a got a shout out as well. So I'm gonna take a look at that menu. Yeah, there's plenty of great places to eat in Philadelphia. Please let us know your favorite. Just look for our recent Instagram post with the picture of Philly Mag. Let us know your favorite restaurants in and around Philadelphia because uh, we're gonna check them out. We're gonna put together our list. It's almost time because we always do it around our anniversary. It's time for us to tell you who wins the. Fourth annual Golden John Awards. Would it be the fourth Golden? annual if this is the fourth? Yeah, because this is the fourth time we've done it. And is it the third time? No, it's the fourth time. This will be the fourth time we've done it. How can it be the fourth time? We didn't so do we it did when it after we first year started. One, after year two, yeah, we did it after year one. We had Golden Johns. We did. Mm-hmm. Oh, we always do Golden Johns. Okay. So the Golden John Awards are coming up very soon. So, and the criteria for these awards is it's places that we've eaten in the past 12 months. Yeah, it has to be in the past 12 months. So can't, people just can't live off their laurels and, you know, we had a great meal there a couple of years ago. No. And it has to be something we ate something in 2019. And we try to get to our favorite places a lot. So, you know, like. So they years. might be on the list. So they might be back on the list. So I'm just trying to think because there's a couple of places I'm thinking. I'm like, did we go there in the last 12 yeah, months? Yeah, we probably did. We probably did. But we're going to put together the list. It'll be either the next episode or the episodes following that. Our Golden John Awards, our picks for the best food right now in Philadelphia. Because as you know, things change in philadelphia quite frequently quite quickly. new chefs new restaurants new restaurants close restaurants open chefs leave chefs come back it's like it's a really realistic the wild wild west out there but we do our best to keep you informed here on john appetite we also do our best to keep you informed about some great podcasts so check out our friends over at the war room sports podcast network war room sports the flagship show my other show the broad street line which you can also catch on Saturdays at 10 a.m. on 106.5 FM, WPPM LP in Philadelphia, and live on the TuneIn app. Just search for Philly Cam, again, Saturdays at 10 a.m., or just search for the Broad Street Line wherever you get your podcasts. Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, Player.fm, Google, Spotify. Also check out our friends at Safe. Sincerity ain't for everybody. And Tissue and a Tape. Shout out to my guy, my, my guys, uh, Phil Wilson and Savad Davis. They got a little bit, they got a beef going on right now. Phil's a Niners fan. Savaz a Chiefs fan. Oh, wow. Those are the two teams in the Super Bowl. Super Bowl live in Miami in a couple of weeks. One team will win. One team will be victorious. One team will go home very disappointed. So 49ers, Chiefs in the Super Bowl. A little intra-podcast rivalry, if you wish, with the folks at the uh, Tissue and the Tape, Hip Hop 365. So, again, you definitely want to keep it locked on them to check them out as well. And as always, shout out to Tate Diggs for giving us a follow on the Twitter machine. All-American, much like The Flash, picked up for another season at the CW. We are very <laughs> excited about that. All right, Philadelphia, what's new? Another week, another restaurant coming to Rittenhouse. I don't know how many times we're going to come on this show. Until, I don't even know where they're putting these restaurants anymore. Don't be a this hater. Is crazy. Is there is there any more real estate? I thought real estate in Rittenhouse was expensive. It is. Y'all just throw up restaurants like ain't nothing. Well, 
they built like a lot of condos, apartments in that area. So it's kind of like a lot of p- things going on over there. How many restaurants do you need? That's as my question. many as it takes. That's my question. The Green Eggs Cafe coming to Rittenhouse. This will be the sixth Green, uh, Green Eggs Cafe in the area. Um, for those of you, if you're in and around Philadelphia, you probably have heard of Green Eggs Cafe. We've talked about it on the show before. Uh, they do breakfast, brunch, and lunch. They're very popular. There's lines out the door in most places, most of them, on the weekends. Um, this one's coming to 33 South 18th Street, and it'll be open this Friday, January 24th. Oh, I don't understand what South 18th Street means. Okay, so 18th Street. So the south, this north-south boundary is Market. Okay. So 33 South 8th Street, 18th Street is just south of Market on 18th Street. So 18th going south. So, so like towards Chestnut. Correct. Okay. Yes. Got it. So got it. There it is. Now, for those of you who are familiar with the Green Age Cafe, same menu as the other spots. So if you like that's the a, red velvet exciting. pancakes and the cookie dough stuffed French toast and the kitchen sink, the whole the big biscuit with the sausage gravy and eggs and potatoes, you can go to Rittenhouse. You don't have to go to South Philly. They open at to to, seven. Open up from so seven if I to go four. Early enough, I could go there, have breakfast. If and you then go to work go early to enough, work. you go. If you go to work early enough, don't be funny. It will seat 130 people. You will not see my wife there at 7 a.m. <laughs> you will see other people there. 40 people outside as well. Initially, there will be a BYOB, but they're going to get their liquor license very soon. So if you want to get your own mimosas on. You can bring your champagne for a couple of weeks and get it off again. Green Ace Cafe, Rittenhouse, 33 South 18th Street, opening this Friday, January 24th. Speaking of new restaurants, Christina Martinez is opening up a new restaurant. If that name sounds familiar, see, she is the chef at South Philly Barbacoa, the James Beard award-winning chef, I should say, at South Philly Barbacoa. Right next door, she is opening a restaurant called Casa Mexico. This is a partnership with uh, Dianico, I hope I'm pronouncing it right, Dianocio, excuse me, Jimenez of El Rey. Um, This is slated to open in about a month. It's going to be at 1134 South May Street, right in the Italian market in South Philadelphia. Again, literally right next door to South Philly Barbacoa. You like South Philly Barbacoa. I've never been there, so I, I, I can't rate it. But I like El Rey. Right. So there you go. Something to try. This new restaurant will be open daily for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Uh, for breakfast, they'll have uh, traditional Mexican stews with rice and beans. Uh, for lunch and dinner, they'll have the uh, grilled tacos. Um, and it's a BYO, but they're also going to have aguas frescas and OJ and stuff available as well. Again, a little bit more extensive menu than than what you're going to see at South Philly Barbacoa. But South Philly Barbacoa is still going to be open. Still going to be you know selling their lamb tacos and. Uh, the consomme soup and all that stuff. You can just buy meat by the kilo there. I believe with this new spot, they said you're going to be able to buy the meat by the kilo as well, too. So I'm sure they'll have lamb tacos and all sorts of good things at, uh, what's it called? Um, Casa Mexico when it opens up next month. So we will have more information when we get that as well. But again, some more, some new um, interesting restaurants coming to South Philly. Again, Casa Mexico from Cristina Martinez. Restaurant I'm looking forward to is a place called Steak 48. This is the third steakhouse from the team behind the uh, the Mastro Steakhouses in California, Arizona, and Las Vegas. They're, they're moderately, I don't know if they're famous, but 
people may have heard of them. Like if you if people travel or yeah. watch the like Food Network, you've seen Food Network, yeah, you travel channel. Yeah, you've seen Mastro Steakhouse. Well, they have a, a different a steak brand called Steak Forty Eight. Philadelphia is going to be the third outpost of said steakhouse. I think the first one was in Houston, the second one is in Chicago. We are getting the third one, and at Steak Forty Eight, nothing but USDA prime steak, wagyu, and fresh seafood. We looked at a couple of videos of this place, and buddy. <laughs> Let me tell you, between the videos and the menu, man, look, this might be one of the it steakhouses in Philadelphia. Like it places to yeah. to see and be seen. You saw that menu. You know what's that, up, right? That menu is crazy. It's absolutely crazy. They have something called fried deviled eggs. I don't even know what that is, but it has panko and sriracha aioli. So I'm definitely interested in that. Um, and that's mild because they also have a crispy shrimp deviled egg. Mm-hmm. So they put a fried crispy shrimp on top of the deviled egg right with parmesan. Top. Yep. That looks good. And that's just two of the appetites. I could run through this whole list. I recommend that you search out the menu for Steak 48 because this this thing is crazy. What 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 are some things that jumped out at you? Like I love everything on this menu. Some the sides they have this corn creme brulee. Oh. So it's like corn. It's a, uh, it's a side, it's sweet corn, and it's baked in a little. What do you call that? Like not a ramekin, but it's, it's a like cast a, iron pan. Like a cast iron pan, but it has a crunchy top. Like they a flame creme the top yeah. like creme brulee, so it has like a crackly top. Mm. So it's kind of like a corn pudding yeah. with the glazed. Uh, f- uh, what flambe top or yeah, whatever the flambe, they do yeah, to the crisp sugar, up the, the creme brulee. sugar, yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> and they have Alaskan king crack. crab <laughs> and rock shrimp mac, mac and, and cheese. cheese. This, this mac and cheese costs thirty two dollars. Now this is the most expensive side on the menu, so yeah. I'm not saying that you should get this. But I mean, these are the, these. This is what we're working with, people. Like this, you look at this menu, you're like, fam, this is different. This is another level different. There are so many good things on this menu. Like I said, fresh seafood. You get Crab cakes, which look good, and scallops, and again, we watch a lot of videos of this place. Yeah, um, there's some good looking, and everything. There's like, there's like basically like waste to ceiling windows. So you can like look inside the kitchen and see the raw bar and see what's going on with your steak. And again, if you want domestic wagyu or if you want a a bone in fillet with an egg on top of it, because that's their thing, you can do that. It's a good looking menu. And uh price wise, it aligns with um most major steakhouses. Yeah. There are a couple items like the Alaskan King Crab and Rock Shrimp Mac and Cheese yeah, that are a little <laughs> pricey, but for the most part, everything pretty much lines up with steakhouse pricing. Yeah, so if you're going to like a butcher and singer or Barclay Prime or Alpen Rose or any place like that, they're about the same. Yeah, it yeah. aligns with the prices of those kinds of This places. is gonna be open in April, I believe. I don't have the date in front of me. I believe it's supposed to be open in April. You should um, have the I should. I should have wrote that down. I should have wrote that down. Your Um, treat. Oh. And I'm getting that Alaskan king crab. (laughs) The way my bank account is set up? The way it's set up, you better set it up to get your wife uh, crab and rock shrimp mac and cheese. That's your main course? That's amazing. That's incredible. That's a side, buddy. That's a side. That is awesome. Again, so keep it locked for Steak 48. We'll tell you more information when the date comes closer. Oh, they have a beignet tree. I didn't even talk about that. There's a beignet tree for dessert. A tree full of beignets. That's all. <laughs> Philly gets his first wine dive bar. Appropriately, it's named Wine Dive. And it's now open at 1506 South Street from the owners of Cambridge and uh, Hawthorne's Beer Cafe. 
Uh, this is their fifth restaurant. Um, again, it's a dive bar. It's a wine-focused dive bar. Seats for up to 50 people. Most importantly, they have wines on wines on wines. Like, this isn't just like a you know a couple wines by the and glass. And it's not or... a stuffy wine. No, it's a, it's a beautiful looking spot. Nice looking it's spot. Nice, but it seemed with, with it being called Wine Dive. Right. And if you look at some of the specials and the events, it makes it accessible. When you hear wine, a lot of people like get like, oh, she, she, foo, foo. I don't want right. nothing to do with that. But this is not that type of place. No, not at all. Um, they have 20 wines by the glass, 215, 215 wines by the bottle, 50 selections of natural wine, 40 beers by the cannon bottle, and 20 selections of cider and hard-sold sodas and seltzers. So even if you're not a wine fan, this is a great place to, champagne, to, get a, to get a drink. Yeah, if you want like some probably a truly hard seltzer or whatever, they got you. Me, get the orange wine. That's what I'm big into right now. Um, <laughs> they have 50 selections of the natural wine. But the food there includes, uh, there's some good food there too. Did you see the burger, the picture of the burger? I, I saw, saw the pictures of the food, yeah. yeah I, I saw really when I looked through the specials and events, I saw that they'd be doing burgers, ramen, all kinds of stuff. Yeah, grilled cheese, uh, chili, uh, Nashville chicken sandwich as well. So again, a little bit elevated bar food. This seems like a really nice nice little spot. It's a good looking It's on the other side of Broad, which is kind of like, I'm never over there. So I'm like, I'm always curious as far as traffic wise, but hopefully this place does some good traffic. But there's some great restaurants on that strip. On that side of South Street. So, again, 1506 South Street. This is open from 11 a.m. to 2 a.m., seven days a week. So, again, this is Wine Dive. So, check that out. Again, if you check out any of these places, please. Let us know if they're must-goes. You know, hit us up. Chanel and Roy, you have to go to this place. Because keep in mind, if mm-hmm. you want places to stay open, you have to let people, people know, know they're there. And yes. we can help you yes. with that. Yes, and we can help you by just going. Because yes. if it's a great place, please let us know because I'll go. We'll definitely 100%. check it out. 100%. And finally, Cheesecake Factory is giving us some ice cream. I'm here for it. In our house. I'm here for it. Seven flavors of Cheesecake Factory ice cream are coming to store shelves very soon, including birthday cake, cookies and cream, and salted caramel. I'm here for it. Each flavor of the cheesecake-inspired ice cream line is made with a cream cheese blend and sour cream, which is just cheesecake, right? Right. I don't know why that, that's right. special, but okay. That was, that was an impress for me. No, Somebody, no, everybody doesn't put sour cream. Well, that's cream true. That is true. But I think cake. they do at Juniors. I think at Juniors they do. I seen that on the Food Network or Travel Channel or something. Okay. I see. I think they do. Um, these should be available nationwide in March. I, like when I saw this, I'm like, I'm here for it. But then it's like, I've never really had ice cream at Cheesecake Factory. I've had cheesecake, but that's not what it's about. But what is it about? It's about them making ice cream that tastes like their cheesecake. Okay. So you think of it more along the lines of, oh, I like the cheesecake. cheesecake is really good at Cheesecake Factory if. They had people who tasted the cheesecake help with the development of the ice cream. Then this ice cream will taste like the cheesecake mm. at Cheesecake Factory. That's how I'm going into it. All right. Well, that's fair. And we'll find out in March because that's when these should be available nationwide. And I'm willing to taste test the majority of these. Some <laughs> you, of these you're I'm willing to with. taste test? Yeah, I'll do it for Which it. ones are you not willing to taste test? There's only, there's only um, seven. The strawberry. The strawberry trash. Yeah, I don't want the strawberry. Strawberry trash. But yeah, no Cheesecake Factory ice cream again coming to store shelves. Very, very soon. We will give that a shot as well. We're going to take a quick break. On the other side, we're going to talk about Lee Hao Fook in our What's Good Philly segment. You're listening to the John Appetit Podcast. 
Welcome back to the John Appetit Podcast, segment number two. This is our What's Good Philly segment. This is where we typically do reviews. And this week, or this episode, we're going to talk about uh, Li Hao Fook in Chinatown. This is at 219 North 11th Street. Now, recently had a chance to visit Li Hao Fook uh, to meet up with um, our friends over at the Black Tribbles. Again, you've heard them on our show. They were part of, a couple of them were on our show. It's part of the live show uh, we did last year. We were on their show. We've been on their show a couple of times. Um, they also do a television program called Tribbles After Dark, which you can check out on YouTube or if you're in Philadelphia, you can, you can check out on Philly Cam. If you get the Philly Cam station on Comcast, Verizon, uh, I'm not sure what else it's on. Um, just search for Philly Cam and search for the uh, Tribbles After Dark. You can check out um, their TV show. They're filming episodes uh, for uh, season three of Tribbles After Dark. And for this episode, they wanted to talk about food. And Philadelphia, some great food and, you know, what food means and people who do great things that you may not know about in Philadelphia. So they said, hey, John Appetit, you guys know about food. You want to come through, be on camera, eat some food? I was like, you got it, buddy. I was like, just tell me what time time and a place and I'll be there with an empty stomach. So. And I was like, I'm sorry, I can't make it. Yeah. So Chanel could not make it. I could make it. And I had to eat for both of us. And I did it. <laughs> I did it. I'm sure you did. So. Li Hao Fook, uh, again, it's in Chinatown. Four stars on the Yelp, four stars on TripAdvisor. It's the longest running, longest uh, open restaurant, longest running. I don't know how you pronounce it. It's the oldest open restaurant. You know how to pronounce it. You don't know how to say <laughs> yeah. it. It's the, uh, well, how would you say it? What? It's open. It's been open longer than any Chinese restaurant in Chinatown. It's the oldest Chinese restaurant in Chinatown. Yeah, okay. but it's from 1978. It doesn't seem old, so... That's the thing. Oh. Like, I, I don't it's say, not old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I didn't want to say it's the oldest Chinese restaurant in Chinatown, but, yeah. it's, but it's 1978. Uh, yeah, it's, so, not, it's not old per see, se. Per se. <laughs> However, yes, there is no mm. restaurant in Chinatown that's been open longer than Li Hao Fook. There you go. There we go. Um, so Li Hao Fook, again, is a um, Cantonese style of Chinese restaurant. For those of you, there's different styles of Chinese cooking. Um, we talk a lot about Han Dynasty and about Don Don. That's Szechuan um, Chinese, which is spicier, um, spicy, spicy peppercorns, and you know a little bit more spice to to it. Um, Cantonese style is the style that most people are familiar with. That's usually the style that you get in like the neighborhood Chinese, you know, restaurants or um, I would say like PF Chang's is probably Cantonese more more than not. I mean, I know they have a couple you know, different. No, PF Chang's is commercial. Well, you know what I mean. They probably model their food yeah. or more around. Yeah. Cantonese, but they every once in a while will try to throw yeah, in some Szechuan something. something. They'll throw in a little something. Um, so this is Cantonese style. Um, this is a huge, they have a huge menu. This is a 10-page menu. There's like 300 things on this menu. This menu is massive. Like when you go there, please take the time. If you don't know what you're going to order, take the time to go through the menu because there's, there's a lot here. There's a lot of different varieties of the things they have on the menu. So please take your time if you don't want to miss some things because there are some great things on this menu. Um, but this is a fairly small place. There's a um, maybe seating in the front area for about 30 to 40 people. There's another back area for another that seats like another 40, which I believe they keep for special engagements. Um, I've seen a lot of office parties they have there, a lot of uh, like wedding parties they have in the back. So 
there's a special area in the back just for that as well. Um, and it's BYOB. So if you want to bring your own wine and, and things like that, you can do that. Um, they're open Tuesday through Sunday, 1130 a.m. to 10 and are closed on Mondays. Now that's all out, now that's all out of the way. Let us talk about the food. We had a chance to try a ton of food. And I mean a ton of food. Stuff I would never even order. But I was like, fam, I got to do it for the gram. I got to do it for the people. I, I have this list. I even forgot some stuff. So let me, so let me actually, let me start with the thing they're known for the most. And that is the salt and pepper squid. Now, <laughs> I'm not a squid dude. I don't rock with the squid. You do not. I don't. That's not my thing because I saw it in the tank one time and it looked kind of weird. And I'm like, you know, can't be doing that no more. I love um, it. I used to eat it though. I used to eat it a lot. Now I was like, I don't do it anymore. They get salt. They do salt and pepper squid. And they do it fresh. They don't do it frozen. Like it's not frozen. Like I really wanted to a- a- ask, like, yo, do you go to Samuels and Sons? Because <laughs> like I know somebody there. Um, but they get fresh the squid, and they get like thousands of pounds a week on, during the busy season because people just go through it like crazy because that's their signature dish. So if you do squid, when you go to Lehigh Food, please do yourself a favor and try the salt and pepper squid. This this squid was good. I and mean, they give you a huge plate of it for like 12 bucks or something. I forget what it is. It's not expensive at all. Um, it's a nice big plate of squid. Again, it's not it's just lightly battered just with salt and pepper. Like that's it. Like there's no crazy, you know, spices or anything like that. It's just you just taste the freshness of the squid. Nice. I mean, you know how you taste like seafood is like rubbery. None of that. Just straight, nice and nice and clean. You can taste the seafood, but not again. Like people say, it tastes fishy. It doesn't taste fishy. You know, just nice and clean. Fresh squid. seafood doesn't taste fishy. Exactly. Exactly. So that, again, that wasn't, squid's not typically my thing, but that was good. Like if Chanel ordered some of that, I would taste some. That's how good it was. Um, but they, we had a bunch of different kinds of dumplings. They have pan-seared pork dumplings um, and shrimp. They had the pan-seared pork dumplings and shrimp dumplings. Um, both of those were excellent, excellent. They also had pork soup dumplings. Now we'll say, um, we were they were we were filming like a you know like a segment for a television show. I didn't get to try the soup dumplings when the pork soup dumplings when they were hot, so I can't attest to the broth necessarily. But the whole the the, the meat inside of it and the whole presentation and everything was great. Like it was very very good. Like I know they would taste good hot. Okay. I just didn't have a chance to taste them hot. Okay. Um, so I will say that. Like that's something I'll definitely order. We'll definitely order when we go to Lee Hao Food. Uh, but I can't, for this purpose of this, I can't say, I had it when it was hot. It was good, you know, because we didn't have it when it was hot. But those are great. Um, they have this steamed, the steamed shumai with, like, pork and chicken and, uh, and shrimp inside. Those things are incredible. Like, it was so good. And the dumplings, they're just, you know, the same price as most places. Like, you know, six, you know, six, seven dollars for, like, six dumplings and things like that. And, again, these are very, very good dumplings. Uh, I had hot and sour soup. For like oh, the first time in like a yeah. like maybe in years, it was it was all right, it was all right. Um, do people usually put like hot sauce in? I didn't put anything. I, I in. don't eat it, so I don't know. I don't eat it. And um, the hot and sour soup it had tofu and it had egg or whatever. And again, it's hot, a little hot, a little sour. Um, but it was it was really good. Like it was like it was like I ate more of that than I thought I would. Um, it was very delicious. Uh, they had the beef with the ginger and scallions and very nice tender beef. Uh, great pork. The portion sizes here for the main dishes are just ridiculous. Like this, uh, the squid 
and the beef with ginger and like it's a plate for mm. like it's it's a lot. Okay. Like you can get a you get a lot of food for you know eleven ninety five prices twelve ninety five. Yeah, if you go online, if you go on Lee, it's leehafook dot com, I believe. I know they have a Facebook page as well. No, I'm looking at the menu now. And there's a lot of pictures of the food. Mm-hmm. Um, looks and, good, and the prices aren't aren't no. you know, aren't crazy. They're in line with regular Cantonese Chinese restaurants. Yeah, and again, this is a nice sit down place, nice clean place. Again, in Chinatown. Uh, pan, they have we had the pan fried noodles with the beef, and so they're pan fried. So there's a little bit of a chew there. It's not so it's not the it's like a soft like a lo mein noodle. So okay. there's a little bit of a chew that kind of that kind of you know contrasts with the beef and everything else. And the um, what's that cabbage? The Chinese cabbage, um, it's called no. is that, is the Chinese. You know the cabbage they use in the um, is it called Chinese cabbage? That's what I call it. That's what I, I call it. So the Chinese cabbage it. again. It was a nice again contrast of of the textures. And flavors with that, the pan fried noodles with beef, um, that was again, that was um, that was very good. My favorite thing probably of the day, actually. You know, Do you mean bok choy? Was it bok choy? Was it green? It was green. Yeah, yeah. you're talking about bok choy. That too. That too. What's okay. Chinese cabbage? Is that something else? No, that's something different. Okay, all right. So bok choy. Yeah, bok you're choy. talking about bok choy. Okay. My favorite thing because again, I'm used to get ordering it every time we go to Han <laughs> Dynasty. Is the chicken with chili pepper, but Emily, the owner of Li Hao Fu, she's like, this is not Szechuan. Like, don't get that out of your mind. Like, mm-hmm. don't think that it's you're gonna have that numbing sensation of pepper. Like, there's a little, it's a little spicy in there, but it's not that numbing, overpowering sensation of yeah. pepper. So this, again, if if you are sensitive, despite if you don't like super spicy food, it's probably a good introduction to a chicken chili dish because yeah. it's just enough chili to say, okay, all right, you know, I'm here. I'm ready to party, whatever. But it's not that numbing. That numbing the numbing um, that you get with Szechuan uh, cooking is a Szechuan uh, peppercorn. Right. That's that numbing, tingly, right. beautiful <laughs> greatness that you feel. It's, well, the se- it's the actual Szechuan. Yeah, but a lot of people uh, don't like, they, they're not fans of that. They don't want, they don't like that. I don't numbing, know people like that. that numbing, yes, you do. No, they I don't. don't. Like that, that, <laughs> that numbing sensation. But this, again, it's a little bit of that, but it's, um, again, this is um, but not as much. This is one of their kind of creations. They kind of took a spin off of the traditional Szechuan, excuse me, uh, um, chicken, uh, double cooked, double cooked chicken, uh, or dry pepper. What was it? Dry chicken? pepper. Dry pepper chicken. Little their spin on the dry pepper chicken, um, with the chicken and chili pepper on their menu. Um, and so that was like ten thing, nine things um, that we had. Again, everything was everything was excellent, and they just kept bringing out more food and more food. This I I cannot express this. This menu is huge. Like I really, if you go no, definitely go uh, to it's new Lee Halfuk dot com fook. Yeah. yeah and Li Hao Fook by the way means good food for the mouth. Um that's what the name of the restaurant means. Yeah new dot com is the, is the they have And it's uh, L E E space H O W space Fook. Yes. That's the name of the restaurant. Yes. And uh I mean they have like seafood fried rice with scallops and like they have their menu is very extensive and again everything I had on the menu like everything I had here was great. Like I'd have to figure out what to order next time I go. They're on they have their own delivery through their website, and I believe they're on Caviar as well. So even if you can't go to the restaurant, you can either pick it up or order on Caviar. They have delivery as well. So, um, again, if you're in the mood for, for a great Chinese spot, uh, Li Hao Fook will, will probably, well, no, they'll definitely serve your needs. It's very good food. Like, it's it's one of those places where, because we're, we're always on the hunt for good places in Chinatown. And, yes. 
You know, it's kind of because we're never in that area. We're not in the area a lot. Um, but, but there's great restaurants down there, as, yeah. you, guys, as you guys know. Um, Terracawa Ramen's like right down the street. Like the, um, that, um, the, uh, the, uh, the food hall is right on, right down the street on, on Ray Street. Uh, oh, no, 12th Street, I believe. Um, no, it's on Race. I'm sorry. It's on Race Street. Um, so there's a ton of great places. The only problem with Chinatown is there's no place to park, really. Parking it's so stinks. Hard. It stinks It's so there. hard to park down there unless you want to park in like a garage or something or whatever. But, no, Li Hao Fook, again, that's a place we're definitely going to check out again. Because um, I have to go now. Yeah, now you got to go. Um, so definitely check it out, Li Hao Fook. Um, thank you. Thank you guys over the triples for inviting us. Um, we'll let you we'll guys we'll let you guys know when that episode appears. Um, so you on can Philly see Roy's beautiful face. So you can see me get these jokes off because oh, people give me no. a platform. No, people give me a platform to get no these jokes, jokes off. No man. joke. I'm pulling up from 35. Like, I, I'm like I Steph Curry it. with these jokes, fans. Like yo, I highly doubt. I was like, that. I know this isn't my show, but you invited me on the show, and I'm gonna get these jokes off. No, and at Lee Hafuk. I had my first glass, I believe, of Malbec. That is my new That wasn't wine. your first glass. You've had it before. My second glass of Malbec. <laughs> and it was a delicious wine. It is very I'm good. team Malbec now. Okay. I'm team Malbec. Okay. What team are you now? I'm always team Prosecco. <laughs> team uh, Team Niagara? I'm always team Prosecco. It's all about the, the sweet, The sweet Prosecco? Dry Prosecco. Dry Prosecco. Maybe. Extra dry? Super dry? Don't get up in my business. I'm just saying. Anyhow, no, Lee Hafu, great restaurant. They're on Instagram. Um, I'm not sure if they're on Twitter. They're on Instagram. Check them out. Great, great Chinese uh, restaurant. Again, when that episode with us um, at Lee Hafu drops, we will let you know. Probably have a link on our page as well so you can check it out. That is it for What's Good Philly. We're going to take a quick break. On the other side, we have uh, some events to tell you about. And we're handing out invitations to our home for Sunday dinner. You're listening to the John Appetit podcast and we're back segment number three of the show couple of upcoming events to tell you about this Saturday, January 25th, the second annual Maniunk Chowder Crawl. It's from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. on Main Street in the Maniunk section of Philadelphia. Ten bucks gets you a sample of more than ten different kinds of chowders and a $5 coupon from each participating restaurant. Now, the vendors include Taqueria Feliz, uh, Lucky's Last Chance, which has an amazing burger, by the way, uh, bourbon blue and more they're all doing their own different takes on clam chowder so you definitely want to check that out there's gonna be a beer garden a winter market live entertainment and more for more information on that check out upcoming events.com again it's the second annual maniunk chowder crawl this saturday january 25th in maniunk and coming up in a couple of weeks uh let's see philly cooks 2020 from philadelphia magazine this is wednesday February 5th from 6.30 to 9 p.m. Many of Philly Mag's top 50 spots are going to be on hand. We've talked about this event several different times. Um, It's back at 2300 Arena, I believe, this year. Um, New restaurants this go-around include Kalaya, uh, Stina, and Forsitha. And other restaurants include some of the best. Again, these are all on the Philly Mag top 50 list. So Angelo's Pizzeria, Crybaby Pasta, Hungry Pigeon, 
Neighborhood of Ramen, Rion, please bring the carbonara pizza, Royal Boucherie, yeah, uh, Rion. Ripplewood. Come on, bring the carbonara. carbonara yeah, you guys year. never bring the carbonara they places. Didn't bring the carbonara last year. So yeah, so those are going to be just some of the restaurants on hand for this. Can check out Philly Mags, uh, Philly Cooks 2020 for more information. It's time now for our Sunday dinner segment. It's the portion of the show where we hand out invitations to our home for Sunday dinner to people based on something they've done over the past week or so. Sometimes it's something good. Other times it's something bad. It's always something noteworthy or at least noteworthy to us. A little bit of a break from us talking about food all the time. You said yours is quick, so you want to just drop it? Yeah. Okay. So the day that we're recording this is the Martin Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Uh, holiday. Mm-hmm. So I don't really have a Sunday dinner. I just uh, would like to not acknowledge that and um, just say that um, in light of that, we should all be kind to each other and recognize that we're all pretty much in this together. Yes. And there's no choice about that. So peace and goodwill and love and everything to everybody yes. based on what today is. I concur. I concur. Martin had a dream. My Sunday, his dream is sitting right here. <laughs> my Sunday dinner goes out to I will butcher this name. Uh oh. Chico Odenaka Nuan Nuancapa. I'm sure that's not it. Nuan Nuan Nuancpa. He's sorry. Uh this guy's more sorry than me. <laughs> well, maybe he's not sorry. Maybe you don't deserve your name pronounced correctly. I don't this know. This man, formal Drexel University professor, oh no, <laughs> faces criminal charges yeah, no. after stealing $185,000 yeah, yeah, in research dude. grant money. I read about that dude. 57 years old, charged with theft by unlawful taking and theft by deception. That's Both not felonies. MLK's dream. Yeah, not part of Martin's dream. Both felonies, according to the Philadelphia's DA, Philadelphia DA office, former chairman of the university's engineering department. And what did he spend that money on, Roy? Let him well, know. Well. Cover your children's ears. Obviously. My man took that $185,000 and spent 96000 of it on adult entertainment venues and sports bars, as well as more than 89000 on iTunes purchases, meals, and unauthorized purchases, with many of these charges processed between midnight and 2 a.m. What in the world? What in the world? I have one. I have questions. I have one. I was going to say just one. I have one very burning question. And the what one that pray I, tell is that? Whomst is still spending money on iTunes like that <laughs> in the <laughs> year of our Lord 2017? <laughs> That's your question. Who's yeah, like music who is buying music in 2017? In 20, we said this happened, this happened between 2010 and 2017. Well, in 2010, people were still yeah, buying. Yeah, 2010, I get it. Yeah, yeah. They were yeah, still yeah. buying. They didn't, we didn't know. We didn't know. Right. But 2017, by then, we were not buying music on iTunes like We was, that. We Come was on, buddy. all on Spotify and, and pa- uh, Pandora. And Tidal. And no, Apple, Tidal, Tidal music. was 17? Yeah, Tidal's been out for a minute. Remember when that's when Jay Z and, and I signed up. That to, means I've had title for like two years. That's when Jay Z and Jay Z and uh, Kanye West used to talk. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, all, right, all right. Yeah. So um yeah, and Pandora was free, wasn't it? Can we? There's a free version. There's a yeah. There was version. a free version. And Apple Music. You know, Amazon Music. Amazon Music. Google Music. Yeah. Like, why are you paying for music? iTunes purchases. Not granted. He's fifty-seven. So. I have two artists that I pay for music for. Just two. Just two? Just two. 
You know the two. Come on, think real hard. I know one. You know two. You don't really pay. <laughs> There's two artists. There's two? There's two. Oh, Mary J. Blige? No. I was going to say. I pay, love Mary Blige. You don't Blige. pay for Nas music. No. They're two women. I mean, I know Beyonce's the one. Who's Mar- the other one? Mar- Mariah, but she's put yes. out music. But she's put out music and. I pay for Mariah's music. Okay, all right. I didn't know you still Beyonce pay for Beyonce and Mariah. Those are the only people I pay for music. I don't know you still pay for Mariah's music. Yes, I still pay for them. Even when it's bad, I pay for them. Um, this dude said that he, well, this dude, he tried to pass off strip club expenses as catering and food costs. I get it. Here's the thing. All right. When you spend grant money, you got to have receipts. And you spend the money and you have receipts and then you get reimbursed from said grant. He said he just had a whole bunch of no receipt purchases. So who worked in the grant office and gave him the money? No, it's going to be. No, he's going to say he just said, I'm a, you know, I'm a professor. I had this expense, you know, just reimburse me for my expense. He filled out the form and then whoever gave them the grant money said, OK, and we'll send you a check. No, that's not how that works. No, that's, a- that's how it worked here. Well, then they be- they need a be- better grant office because usually that's not how that's it not works. how it should work. Growing up, a friend of mine's mom worked in a grant office. Yeah, that's not how it should work, but that's how it that's how it worked here. That's how I'm pretty sure it worked here. I know, like, I deal with grant people like a lot. Like, I'm I'm sure I, I'm I have a pretty good idea how it happened. That being said, it should not have happened. Like that he way. threw his weight around. Like, yeah, because he because he was a chair he was a chairman, and if you're the chairman of the engineering department or whatever, people probably let him slide with a, lo- a lot of stuff. Uh, we're the auditors. That's well. <laughs> Where are they? To, yeah, yeah. So. Come on now, they should have caught that sooner. <sighs> After like the first six months of that nonsense. Midnight and two a.m. Come on, man. That's suspicious enough. That's what I'm saying. Like this happened over a course of seven years. So he was uh, midnight and two a.m. So. How was he? Oh, never mind. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, what's his name again? Dude, that's his name. Dude, don't even. Chico Danaka. Dude from Drexel. My guy, do better. This is felonies, man. No, you going to jail? Hopefully, hopefully all I- that schooling to be an engineer and then to become the head of the engineering department just to go to jail for stealing. And that's the thing. It's like you're the chairman of the engineering department. You making good money at Drexel? Yeah. At Drexel? How much Drexel's debt en- do you have? Drexel's engineering department is crazy. Like you're making good money. Like I mean, like how much stripping do you need to go to? <laughs> yeah, I'm not understanding that. He just gave all his money away in the two hours he was at the strip. I hope. Hopefully, this wasn't a federal grant because this is a federal grant. Oh, this is different. You're opening yourself to yeah, this is like different. federal charges. Yeah, like these are. I mean, these are felonies. But I don't know if this is a federal grant because it could be a state grant. But, but what if he grants. went to a different state to spend it? Doesn't matter. Like the money came from the federal government. You spend it. No, I mean, like if he got it from state, but he crossed state lines and oh, it, oh, does, well, yeah, doesn't make it a federal. Crime. Yeah, it doesn't make it a federal offense. Yeah, I mean, he was he was well, he was charged by the Philadelphia DA's office, so maybe he just did it in Philadelphia. Oh. Shame, 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 shame on you. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. All these dudes w- with good jobs getting caught. Don't mess Stealing up the, money for stupid stuff. Yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah, for the one, Instagram, yeah, for the strippers. Like, what is going on? All right, people, this is a public service announcement from us to you. If you have a good job, it doesn't even have to be a high-paying job or just a job If you have you a like, job, just if you have a job. All right, if you Let's have start a, with if you have a if job. If you have a job that you care for. If you have a job, don't mess up them checks, man. No, don't, don't mess up your check. Don't do anything to mess up the check, man. Nothing. 
Checks are important. You know why? Because bills need to be paid. Bills have to be paid. They don't pay themselves. Don't they mess don't. These and up. jail is hard. Jail's hard. And if you're a 57 year old pr- professor, that's hard to go to jail when you're old. Like and you're committing felonies. Oh, dude, you going to jail? No, like I. You live your whole life like, and you're you're obviously not cut out for jail. You ain't built for this. I've seen 30 days in. You ain't built for no. this. No, no, no. You're not no. built for this, man. It's, you're not ready. Yeah, don't like no. Nah. So, Juice ain't worth the squeeze. He repaid fifty three thousand dollars. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> probably didn't have the rest. I mean, like it's a lot of money. He should probably get a loan. Yeah. Well, that is it for this edition of the Joan Appetit Podcast. Before we sign off, there's one more thing we'd like to tell you. Now, our name isn't just a catchphrase; it's our wish to you every time you grab a bite to eat. So, the next time you head out to your favorite restaurant, we'd like to wish you Joan Appetit. resolutions are hard but the xfinity new year new gig sale is easy waking up the kids after a long winter break hard but getting gig speed internet so you can stream surf and game all at once easy committing to a trendy new year's diet hard but finding your favorites on xfinity x1 the easiest all-in-one entertainment experience just by speaking into the x1 voice remote easy it's the xfinity new year new gig sale and it's simple easy awesome to learn more go to xfinity.com call 1-800-XFINITY or visit a store today restrictions apply not available in all areas